everyone this is ham talk live episode number three gary pierce k and 4 aq recorded live on thursday march 3rd 2016 and i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live tonight on the show gary pierce k and 4 aq will join us gary will talk about his wildly successful video podcast ham radio now and during the last part of the show, we will, as always, be taking your calls live. Last week on the big show, Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, was our guest. And Don and I really had a blast. And we will do it again soon to talk about the Young Ham of the Year Award once that uh, nominating period begins. So we'll have that coming up soon. And if you missed that show or any future show, you can listen to the replay on HamTalkLive.com. Or you can pick that up on Spreaker, TuneIn, iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Well, here we are at episode number three, and I'm learning some things and relearning some things from my uh, audio past. Uh, so I'm trying to make a few adjustments to the show, and one of the adjustments we're going to make tonight is make sure we have time for live calls, because uh, that's kind of the main goal of the show, and, and last week we did not hit that at all, so... Uh, be ready to call in. We're going to take calls a little earlier uh, this evening. Um, so in just a few minutes, uh, be ready. Uh, you can Skype us at HamTalkLive. That's the username, HamTalkLive. Or by telephone, the number is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. And we're trying out a new call system tonight in hopes we can improve some in that area. So I'd like to thank Nick Bauer, KC9GZY, for handling the Skype switchboard and the social media duties tonight during the show and in weeks to come. And I'll try not to call him snurdly too often. So uh, Tonight, Gary Pierce is my guest from Ham Radio Now. Gary grew up in Chicago and is now in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. And four years ago, he started the show Ham Radio Now. So, Gary, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Neil, it is 9 o'clock on the East Coast. Normally, at this time of night, I would be sitting on the couch with my wife next to me, a uh, cat on my lap, probably another cat sitting uh, on my arm, a mug of hot chocolate perched precariously on the arm of the sofa. And we would be watching, well, these days, probably Scandal. So this had better be worth it. So, yeah, it better be worth it. And, and, and you know, it, it could be one of those uh, anything can happen Thursdays you were talking about. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. we, we won't go with the uh, with the uh, vegetables tonight. Uh, we, won't, we won't go there. But uh, maybe we can get a bazinga or two in there. So, um uh, it, actually, I, I should admit this, that one of the reasons for the time slot, although it's not a major reason for the time slot, but one of the reasons that it's at the time that it is, 
is so that it doesn't interfere with Big Bang Theory. So <laughs> that, that actually was DVR. was one thing. But yeah, that's what I do. I DVR it. In fact, I, I haven't actually watched it. I need to catch up on it. But um, but yeah, that that's one of the many reasons. Yeah, I'm a cord that, cutter, so I, this I don't watch video. anything live. And... Yeah, I, I find that I that I do that more and more. Uh, is just you know it's it's too easy to hit that little skip button and 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 go through everything. We're, so. we're hitting. We have sync here. Uh, you're nope. you're lagging on me like oh, crazy. So okay. Hopefully yeah, it'll you're catch up. Back. Yeah, you're coming back. I think we're good there. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, we're trying yeah, out the the new Skype thing, so we'll we'll see how that goes. So anyway, tell us about Ham Radio now. Um. Tell us how, how that started and what your goals are with the show. Well, I was hoping you would ask me that question. Um, but the actual start of Ham Radio Now began in 1970, and this is what it sounded like. Gary, we advanced I, the Gary I think we better... Uh, we better take a break here, and I think we're going to switch our Skype over. Um, ah, it sounds like okay. we're we're having issues here, so so let me uh, let me put you on hold here, and uh, we'll take our uh, first break, and um, then we'll come back with more with Gary Pierce KN4AQ right after this word. Uh, from one of our sponsors, Tower Electronics, right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978, bringing connectors, antennas, cables, and other parts to the world. Scott and Jill travel the country bringing their store to you at HamFest, but you can also order online at pl-259.com or by calling 920 435 2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL259 and end connectors, audio cables, mobile antennas, and hamsticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even in use on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics is a dealer for MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro Technologies. Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rap. Okay. Well, like I said, we're trying out the the new Skype thing, so we'll we'll see how that goes. So anyway, tell us about Ham Radio now. Um, tell us how how that started, and what your goals are with the show. Well, I was hoping you would ask me that question. Um, but the actual start of Ham Radio now began in 1970, and this is what it sounded. A service of ABC News. Music is the sound of wonderful music. 
evening. My name is Gary Pierce, and we are here with the Thursday Night Radio Program from WDOR-FM. I'd like to warn you right off first that I think I'm catching whatever's going around, so a warning, stay away from your radio, don't get too close, and by all means, don't touch the dial. That could seriously cause you to catch what I might have. Peggy Lee. I think she's caught what I might have. Thank you, brother. Yeah, okay, so that was the beginning, um, 1970, WDOR, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, when I was actually a real broadcaster because I, I drew a paycheck, so I wasn't totally a wannabe, but boy, was I a wannabe. And I just, you know, I'd fallen in love with broadcast radio as well as ham radio throughout my teens and really wanted to be on the air someplace. And once I got there, I realized I had a problem. I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> so <clears throat> I yeah. worked on that for a while. Yeah, so you have to kind of fix that. Yeah, let me, uh, and did that one sound okay? Did I get yeah, yeah, that sounded story? great. Uh, okay, good. So um, advance the story to 1988, and my next attempt, my, most of my career has been in video editing. So, you know, I, I wanted to be in radio, but I couldn't really get work because you could tell how good I was. And um, so I, I did video editing for about 12 years, and then I I had to try radio one more time. So here's the one more time. For all the facts, call this station and say, I saw it on the radio. I saw it on the radio. Good time to tell you that KFWJ is rated number one. Arbitron has just completed the Mojave County listener survey. KFWJ rated number one in all of Mojave County. The most listened to of all AM and FM stations, both sides of the Colorado River from Blythe to Lake Mead. How about that? Number one, thanks to you, our listeners. KFWJ, KBBC, Lake Havasu City, the American home for the London Bridge. Start spreading the news. Seven o'clock. So I got better. I'm not sure when my voice changed, but I was 38 years old then, and clearly my voice changed sometime after that. Well, you just brought back some real memories because I remember the, the I saw it on the radio campaign. Yeah. There were a lot of yeah. radio stations that used that to, to sell advertising, which, yep, of course, National is the number one thing in radio. Yeah. Yeah, some radio. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was an NAB promotion, so that was that was cool. Um, so I got better without any practice in between. Somehow got better. Um, but still, you know, radio. That job lasted three months. I got fired for talking too much about the wrong things, and I went back to video editing for another dozen years or so. So let me advance the story to this television stuff here. Um, you had said that Ham Radio now started four years ago, which which it did, but its predecessor, the first video thing that I did, actually started uh, 11 years ago in 2004. Um, amateur Radio Video News, and I... I made some programs and sold DVDs. Not, not very fast, not, not very prolifically, but, uh, but I made a few. The reason I started that was in 1983, this space shuttle um, Columbia, I think it was Columbia in 83, right, um, yes. had disintegrated on reentry and, and left pieces of itself all over East Texas. And... I wanted to go there and shoot video really bad. I didn't have good equipment. I had high eight uh, uh, camera and stuff, and I really wanted to go there and shoot video of it. I couldn't get away. I was freelancing at the time, and I had lots of work, and I couldn't quite get away, but I really wanted to do that. 
And the reason why I really wanted to do that is our media sucks. We're terrible at it. Um, Bill Pasternak and I have commiserated a lot about how badly we do media. Um, it's, it's really hard to get still pictures of hams doing important things, especially in the emergency communications and the public safety arena. Uh, we don't get really good pictures of hams doing that. We get no video at all. And Bill yeah. tried to start something called the Ham Radio Video Corps and encourage hams to, to acquire and then maybe edit um, video of us doing stuff. Went nowhere. We're still doing none of that. Katrina came and went. Almost nothing. Um, one guy went in there with a camera and, and shot some stuff, but that never became a program. It became a short blurb that the league did. Um, so we're terrible at it. So I really wanted to, and I got started in 2004. Um, video equipment was starting to get affordable enough. Not, I wouldn't call it cheap, but I, sure. I could buy a good camera for about $4,500. Makes really good pictures. And I did that. And the first story I thought I might go do was the W3AO field day operation. I had been noticing that those guys did something unusual. They had a 50A, 51A field day operation. And we worked them from the field day I was at. And I was always thinking, that's that can't be right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's got to be a scam of some kind. So I noticed that they were they were lined up to do another 50A. And I called the guys and said, can I come up here? And like, I'm starting this Sam radio television show. Can I come up there and, um, and document it? And they said, yeah, sure, why not? So I did. And um, although I shot it in 2004, I finally released the DVD in 2011. So you can tell how fast I am at turning things around. So, you mean um, time. But that was the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Take, editing is slow. Well, I released several others in between. I, I did a, a documentary on ARDF direction finding because it was their national championships were just down the road from me, local. And they were wanted to get those out so people could see it. So I shot that in, uh, I think, in 2008 and released it only a few months later. And a couple of other things. I did a documentary called Digital Voice for Amateur Radio. Um, and I shot that, a lot of it, in 2008. And um, and then uh, and got it released within a, a few months. Um, so a lot of work there. And then I finally got around to doing that field day thing. I shot the 10th anniversary of the W3AO operation um, in two, uh, 2014, and I still haven't edited that, so I haven't I, lost my old ways entirely. But it, I, I, it, I know so. what you mean. We, I've, I've got a project at school that we shot all the video and did everything, and then yeah, it's still sitting. I, I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so podcasting, um, the concept of podcasting in online stuff actually began about 2004 when I was taking a major step into the late 1990s and doing DVDs, the people who understood what was going on, you know, Leo Laporte, even um, uh, George Thomas uh, uh, in um, Amateur Logic, not Animation yet, but Amateur Logic. He started yeah. back then. So guys were, were getting this. I just wasn't. I was, you know, old school. Um, and then I got invited to be a uh, guest host on Ham Nation once, when uh, they started that on Twit in uh, 2011, and I did a bunch of those shows. Um, Bob Pyle knew he was going to be on the road, so 
he uh, he was cagged about for someone who had some experience, and he someone pointed him my way, I guess, haven't seen the DVDs. And so he asked me if I would do it, and I said, yeah, as long as you don't ask me to fill time, because I'd never be able to find time for that. So I did um, half a dozen of those shows, and uh, he stopped calling. He just said, uh, didn't say anything. He just, he stopped calling. He, and about that point, I decided I really did like doing it and thought I could maybe do it regularly. So I started the Ham Radio Now thing, and he gave me a guest shot. Uh, my first Ham Radio Now episodes came from the Orlando Hamcation. I went down there and, and shot a bunch of interviews and, and a tour of the place in 2011 and um and he gave me a good uh, parting shot doing that and then i just never heard from him again so i figured he didn't need me and he went on to don wilbanks and a whole bunch of other people so um i've been doing then the ham radio now since then and we're up at uh, this this by the way i i never introduced the video part of the show um your radio listeners don't realize we're also making a ham radio now pro so let me introduce it Ham Radio Now, episode 246. (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm on Ham Talk Live. I mean, listen, I'm on Ham Talk Live. Yeah, But we don't get the sound effects of the the lower third flying in. We we don't get that. I do that that. in post. But but they'll get that on on video. You guys will get it, but but our listeners won't get the fly in. Just get me. So, so, so um, that's, you know, oh, go ahead. Uh, that's it. That's how we got started. And, um, then I just keep, uh, keep churning them out as, as fast as I can. I've added, um, well, I, I was doing the Tapper, uh, digital communications conferences on DVD from 2008 on, and then just folded them into the ham radio uh, video. And one uh, of the things that, that you do to keep this going, because like you said, video is not cheap. Um, you know, th- this show, I, you know, put together pretty, you know, not a whole lot of cost, uh, but it's not cheap. So tell us about Arvin. Um, yeah, uh, and I'm on my second generation of equipment because I bought all the video cameras and stuff uh, um, in standard definition, four by three ratio, just as high definition stuff was starting to hit the market at, at this level of um, production. <clears throat> so um, I hung in with standard definition for as long as I could, but I switched to high definition before I started Ham Radio Now. So everything on Ham Radio Now is high def. And, and once again, a brand new camera to, to, down to, uh, to Orlando. Arvin, the, the name of Arvin comes from from uh, what people were calling the original program is Amateur Radio Video News, ARVN, uh, the one of the world's most terrible names for a television program, and it also turns out that the initials ARVN stand for the Army of the Republic of Vietnam, which people reminded me of over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, well, you know, they're gone and I'm still here, but I eventually changed to ham radio now, but I adapted the Arvin name as the name of the mascot, a little piggy bank sitting back here over my shoulder. Folks on the video can see that. Um, and, uh, he represents viewer financial contributions. Um, and his name is Arvin, A-R-V-I-N. Uh, I've got a little Arvin, um, reel to reel portable 
a tape recorder that I got to work into the deal somehow, but I've never, never played with that. So uh, from the very beginning, I, I didn't want to line up advertisers. I wanted um, individual contributions from, from viewers, and they've been surprisingly good. It hasn't made a living. Um, this, I, I would really like for this to be a full-time deal. And it's not even close, but it has averaged um, since Ham Radio now started about uh, seven to eight thousand dollars a year, plus a few very successful Kickstarters for the Tapper stuff, which brought in twelve thousand dollars one year and a little over eight thousand the next. But last year, the Kickstarter didn't work. Goose egg. But people have been contributing individually to the program. I also started a Patreon when that stuff got started, so people can contribute on a uh, ongoing basis through Patreon. So uh, probably most people doing podcasts would say you're making $10,000 a year off your podcast. You were doing awesome boy. But um, like, like I say, and they, and people always say, well, don't try to monetize your, your podcast. It's you're going down the wrong road, do it for fun. But I kind of want this to be a deal and it is expensive to do. Yeah. I'm lucky that my, my expenses are low. And so I just, you know, do a couple of very inexpensive ads and that pretty much takes care of it. You know, a, a few months down the road anyway, it will. And, Is it like uh, a dollar a holler? Have you so, heard that radio well, yeah, it's not quite a dollar a holler, but it's not too far off of that. So, um, you know, hopefully. And by the way, you do them go, wrong. But, uh, what? You do them wrong. I do them you, wrong? You do your ads wrong. Oh, yeah. Here in the podcast land, um, the ads are effective when the host does them live. Live, yes. And you produce yours, and and almost no podcasters produce their ads. Yeah. You get that that um, native advertising feel to them. Um. Oh, Cindy, come over here, my lovely wife, Cindy. She's come on, come on, get over. I have no makeup. She's got no makeup on. Uh, well, well that, radio. it's radio. radio. It doesn't matter exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just radio. She's wandering wandering through the studio, but she's no, nah, she's not. not camera, no. <laughs> she says she's not gonna come in front of the camera. Well, I don't, I don't have a microphone for you over there, so holler. Yes. Holler. Hi everybody. <laughs> Hello everybody. Okay, that's Cindy, Katie Ferris. Hi Cindy. When people do see her when people do see her on uh, on the show, um they I, I always get a lot of email that says how did an ugly old guy like you get a young, beautiful wife like that? And I've got pictures. That's the thing. It's blackmail. <laughs> I now just I, got lucky. Now, occasionally, <laughs> the mouse shows up on the show. Yeah, I'm surprised I don't have a cat. Um, bug- yeah, Cindy's going to go get me a cat. So, yeah. We have yeah. Uh, one of the other things that we do is um, res- uh, cat rescue. We're big into cat rescue, especially Cindy, but I help her out as much as I can. <clears throat> and um, we have a feral colony with two cats in it right now because we've been very successful in the trap, neuter, return, or trap, neuter, adopt, um, where you get feral cats, and, and if they're young enough, you um, you bring them in and domesticate them and get them adopted at a, at a shelter. So we're pretty good at that. We've got three of our own right now, and then in the house there's two more um, cats that we are uh, uh, fostering until they're ready for being adopted. So five cats going on. I'm Excellent. hoping to do a a, a podcast um, 
on cat rescue. I've surveyed the market. A lot more people out there into cats than there are into ham radio. And no yeah. one's serving that market. So I've got the domain rescuecat.tv. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe some Jackson better. Galaxy. Maybe. maybe. The, the, well, the, cat guy? The, the other thing about it is ham radio um, media, ham radio online media tops out at about what we're doing here in Twit. Uh, cats, they get real big time TV, uh, you know, on cable and stuff, Jackson Galaxy. So we won't hit that level, but it's, um, say, I don't think anyone is talking to the, to the folks that do this, ha- this animal rescue, cat rescue. We'll, we'll focus on cats. Um, the people will say, why don't you do dogs too? And it's just, it's not because we don't like dogs. Just, you know, cats are our thing and, and we'll, we'll talk yeah. about dogs, but sure. you know, I want, I want to get that ginned up. Well, now, Alec, now that I've oh. let the let the world know, I guess I better get to it. Uh, there you go. Well, Allie's been running around here, but since it's radio, you don't hear Allie, so we we won't get into that. Although Allie makes... did try to get in um, on Ham Nation, she jumped up on the desk right behind me, and George says, "There's a tail coming out of your head," <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Allie, down." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. she tried, okay. so, but my favorite cat ham radio video was when I was like probably either five or six years old and I'm copying code and the cat jumps up on top of the HF rig and starts batting around my pencil while I'm trying to copy CW. Got an old home at, movie at, of that. Yep. They're good at that. Yeah, they are. Uh, there's tons of tons of pictures on Facebook of, of uh, cats sleeping on radios, amplifiers, tube stuff, particularly. Cause oh yeah, it's warm. It's warm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, well, speaking know, of, we get any uh, live uh, live calls here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, speaking of ads, we, we do need to do one more ad, and and I do want to take since we kind of had to do things abruptly because Skype was being Skype. Uh, yeah. I do want to thank Scott and Jill from Tower Electronics, and this is that live thing you're, you're talking about. Um, oh, cool. Because they have uh, sponsored the show for the first few months, and I've used their products in repeater installations and at work and at home, and they've been really supportive over the years with their repeaters and with the school, and they've got great stuff. So give them a call or order at pl-259.com. And uh, right now, we're going to listen to a little spot about our other sponsor tonight, and that's the Ham Station. We'll be back with Gary Pierce, KN4AQ, right after this. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by the Ham Station. For 35 years, the Ham Station has brought new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to the amateur radio community. Give Jeff or Dan a call at one 800 729 4373 or order online at hamstation.com. Hamstation carries all the major brands like Icom, Yezu, and Kenwood. Shop from a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, Mirage and Ameritron amplifiers, Cushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online shopping and fast shipping are waiting for you at hamstation.com or call 1 800 729 4373. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live.
You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Hey baby, what's your sign? What's your call sign? Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Uh, we also want to mention our logo contest that's wrapping up. If you want to make a logo for the show, send it to logo at hamtalklive.com. Between now and Monday, that's logo at hamtalklive.com. And we're going to announce the winner on next week's show. So be sure to tune in for that. And we do want to thank the Ham Station for sponsoring the show tonight so we can bring you Ham Talk Live. I've been shopping at the Ham Station since the first day they opened 37 years ago. And uh, Dan and Jeff can give you a hand, give them a call, or go to hamstation.com. I'm Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, joined this evening by Gary Pierce, KN4AQ. And if you have a question for Gary, give us a call on Skype. Our username is HamTalkLive, or you can join us by telephone at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's uh, 638-4261. Again, area code 812-638-4261. And if the line's busy, try again after we finish up on a caller, and and we'll uh, try to get you in here. We have nine minutes left, so hopefully we can get a couple of calls in this evening since our technical difficulties took away a little little time with us. Um, while we're, we're waiting... Um, Oh, and there's Allie in the background. I don't think the microphone <laughs> picked her up. Uh, but uh, I, I recently uh, watched your um, all parody all the time episode, and I, I I I was I had it on YouTube. You were talking about different ways, you know, to to catch the show, and and I had it on YouTube, but I had it playing through the car, so it, I had the audio and the video, but I didn't watch the video. I was, I was listening as I was driving and, um, you had a lot of clips there from the actual, um, subcommittee discussions and everything. And, and really like how you, how you took that and dug into everything and, and, um, you know, kind of picked that apart. Was, that was, that was very, uh, interesting. And, um, It'll be it'll be interesting to see where this goes. It's going way better than I ever expected. Once we hit uh, a Senate version of the bill, um, I thought, well, there's a chance. Of course, I screwed it up because I thought it was only a one year deal, and I thought, you know, at the end of last year, I thought it was um, dead and had to be restarted. But I I really need to go back and watch the you know, Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill on capital and see if they yeah. can explain that to me. The, the sessions are two years long. So the parody act has uh, got another year to go and it's picking up more co-sponsors and made it out of the original committee in the house that it was in. It already made it out of the first committee it was in, in the Senate. The next step for that is the full Senate. And uh, now it's, it's going to be at the energy and commerce committee. It made it out of the telecommunications and I think uh, electric toasters committee. Um, so, as opposed you know, to the non-electric toasters <laughs> committee, well, yeah, fire. Uh, so, uh, so the, you know, we're still in very much the contact your Congress people and let them know this exists and that you would like them to support it, become co-sponsors or whatever. Especially if they're now in the Energy and Commerce Committee, so that's the place to go. I thought it was cool that um, in Congress they were talking about us. You don't yeah. hear that very often. 
Yeah, I, nice I was things. very encouraged uh, by a lot of things that uh, that they did say that they recognized uh, just what we do, and uh, and then that was nice to hear. Yeah, Absolutely. it was mostly boilerplate stuff, you know, the usual pat on the back, but uh, I, I like that better than nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, give us a call at, on Skype, Net Ham Talk Live, or 812-NET-HAM-1 if you have a question for Gary, uh, 812-638-4261. We have a, a few minutes left. And, and the... Um, the amendments, uh, I, I remember you talking about those a little bit, and yeah, those amendments scare me a little, but we'll we'll see where it goes. That's going on right now somewhere in the background, I think. Um, I would like to talk to some of the guys at the league and see if they're in the middle of it. I, I hope that they are. Um, what happened at the, uh, at the uh, Communications and Technology Subcommittee hearing was uh, people were recognizing that um, there is opposition. There's somewhat organized opposition from a, a group called the CAI, the Community Associations Institute. It's a, an association of homeowners associations. And they filed um, comments with the committee, so did the ARL. And in their filing, they had seven specific points that they would like to see changed. Some of them fairly innocuous, some of them kind of deal breakers, but that's their opening gambit negotiating position. And I, I go through all that in, in the, the program, um, all parody, all the time on hamradionow.tv. So if, if you missed that, stop by there. You had mentioned that you were uh, watching the YouTube while you were driving, and I do have an audio version of the show. It's a little hard to get to. Um, I'm not, I'm a bad podcaster. I haven't taken advantage of all the tools. You immediately got on iTunes and are discoverable on the podcast apps and all that stuff. But you're you're on my uh, podcast republic podcast app, and um and I haven't done that. Um, I really I, I should. I've just been squirreling my audio versions away on on my uh, internet service providers site um, on the Ham Radio Now uh, website, and that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's not where media should live. So I've got to I've got to move it. I've had a fellow offering to provide free hosting for my audio and video for over a year, and I haven't got around to doing that. I'm late. Well, I'm one lazy. of one of the advantages to to starting up the show is I took two months to get ready. So I had all the social media stuff set up. I had all the accounts set up. I had everything all set up in those two months ahead of time. And so yeah, that, that I didn't know what easy. any of that was. <laughs> yeah, and, and the uh, the the Spreaker thing um, just has all this stuff integrated, and so it makes it really easy. And honestly, I I found out about it listening to an AM talk radio ad um, over the holidays, actually, um, and decided here's my chance. I've always wanted to do talk radio instead of just playing music. And here's your weather watch forecast for today. And, um, you know, <laughs> and traffic on the H. Don't yes. Oh yes. And, and we're on your side. Um, but yeah. anyway, traffic and weather together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Traffic and weather together on the eights. And, um, you know, I, I heard it and I'm like, okay, here's, here's the chance to do it. And, and it's, 
it's really worked out pretty well. Um, there's there's been a few. So there's hang-ups, some latent. Uh, we're getting there. There's some latent wannabe broadcaster in you too, because I mean you've done professional broadcasting. I in did. Your life. I did. It was part time, but you know it, it beat flipping burgers. It, it yeah. was a lot so of fun. You, and you want to. Yeah. So we're we're fulfilling our childhood dreams here, where no one can tell us what to do. Exactly. Exactly. And, and one of the things, and I know you do a lot of, with repeaters, and I don't know if this has been your experience or not, but um, the experience we had with our repeater system was that we did the IDs the way we wanted to do them. We linked to whatever we wanted to do, and we did all that, and then we asked for support if you liked it. And it worked so much better than a club of 60 people all trying to figure out how to run the repeater. A committee, yeah, it's not too good. Yeah, it, it just yep. it, it didn't work. So well, that's what I say so about, I like about my show and the support. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I say about my show and the, and the support is you, you can make suggestions. Uh, I appreciate your support. I really do. But I'm going to do the show I want to do and come along for the ride. Absolutely. Or well, don't. Thanks for coming along for the ride with us tonight. Uh, it's it's that time once again. My, my timer is telling me it's time to go. So so I have, uh, I have, for to, coming I have along. to make my pun. Yes. I have to make my pun. Yes. That's a wrap. Oh, you beat me to it. I was just getting ready to do it. In fact, Nick said, now, you always did that in class. Why didn't you do that on the air? So, so yes. You're a rap star. Yes, that's it. That's a wrap. For this week's edition of Ham Talk Live, I'd like to thank my guest, Gary Pierce, KN4AQ, and all the callers and listeners out there in cyberspace. And I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. My guest will be Tom Vincent, NY0V. And Tom recently took a trip to... Myanmar or Burma, depending on your politics, to uh, help some Boy Scouts earn their radio merit badge, and you'll hear about it uh, right here on Ham Talk Live. So for now, with Gary Pierce, KN4AQ, saying over and out, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours.